0: You're listening to a VC Short. These are shorter bonus episodes released only on our podcast, The VC Hour. These are a product of Radio ABC 993FM, a ministry of African Bible University in Uganda. This episode is an alumni spotlight. They're recorded on location instead of in a studio. So you might hear some background noises. We believe these testimonies are so encouraging that they're worth it we trust you will too. Well, so glad to have you on the show today. Would you mind just introducing yourself uh, to our
1: listeners? My name is Patrick Bongole, and I'm an alumni of African Bible University. I joined African Bible University in 2009, and I left in 2013.
0: Okay, very good. Uh, what, What have
1: you been doing since you graduated? Upon graduation, I was serving in the Office of uh, Public Relations and Marketing here at African Bible University. That was a very huge privilege for me to serve the university that uh, helped me become who I am. And uh, 2015, I left and uh, went to a community where we are missionaries with my wife. It's called Mbazi in Mpigi District, central Uganda. We run a school there, a primary school, and have planted a church called Hope Chapel. So between that, we do several other things, Uh, trying to bring safe water, clean water to our community. We recently drilled a well and have uh, connected uh, uh, reservoirs. So water is flowing. We call it the Jesus Water Fountain Well. And we thank God so much for the families in the U.S. that uh, supported the well to be drilled. So we are there for Christian education. We are there to share the gospel. Discipling the people, and we are there for the general welfare of the people. We want them to have clean water, we want them to be healthy. Uh, We use our van as an ambulance because we don't have a medical facility within our area. And we just thank God for the opportunity to live and and serve in this community of Mbazi.
0: Fantastic! I, I also have heard you preach, and I can say that you're a fantastic preacher. I'm sure you're a blessing. To the people in your community as they hear you, as you minister to them as well.
1: Um, How how did you end up coming to ABU? I think there's a bit of a story there. It it is indeed an interesting story. Uh, During my high school, I was fascinated by lawyers uh, who were advocating for justice. Uh, I know that that burden, that desire was planted in my heart by uh, our Lord Jesus. So suddenly ending up at ABU was a bit of a shock because my childhood dream was to be a lawyer. And then 2005, I met a couple, Dr. Brent and Cherry Sandy from Winona Lake, Indiana. Uh, these are professors at Grace College. They knew African Bible University and they bought me an African Bible commentary. So I read the African Bible commentary and inside there was a brochure of African Bible University So we did not talk until 2008 when I graduated my high school. And that's when Dr. Brent and Cherry Sandy said, well, we want to stand with you for your education. We want to sponsor your studies at African Bible University. And who was I to turn down that opportunity? Of course, there was a battle inside me saying I should go to Makere and do a pre-entry exam and become a lawyer. But then when I visited, uh, the late uh, Dr. Gerard Serwaji um, was very welcoming and helpful. He explained that my study here was the beginning that I would go on and attempt other courses that I would like in life. So with his wisdom and guidance, I I was able to confirm to to the Brents that I am ready to join African Bible University. And I thank God for that decision. It has never been the same. I realized the bigger purpose, that bringing justice to the people is not only defending them in the court, but it is standing with them, teaching them the truth of God. And that really makes a whole lot of a difference.
0: Wow, well, that's a fantastic testimony. That's it's quite a journey. You thought you wanted one thing. An unexpected opportunity arises. Uh, you're even unsure whether to take it. But now you're saying... You're glad that you took that opportunity even though it didn't look like what you wanted at the beginning. It just seems like a lot of times, actually, that's the way things work out. It doesn't go exactly the way we plan it, but nevertheless, the Lord is still working. I hope that ABU has been helpful
1: in your journey somehow, and and
0: if it has been, I'd love to
1: hear about that. Uh, ABU has been instrumental in my life and uh, ministry. When we at campus here, we, we, we had a covenantal community where we would meet and fellowship regularly, where we would uh, witness what a marriage life would be for the couples that uh, faculty had. So it instilled in us that, in me, that the inspiration that I really want to grow up to that, be a, a father of Christian influence in the life of my wife and my children, because that's what I've witnessed that the faculty do here. Um, that really was uh what they call a game changer because I did not grow up with my father. Uh my father was a polygamist and he was in the military. So most of the time I was with my maternal grandfather because my mother died when I was uh before I was four years old. So that uh, uh experience growing up, my grandfather being a widower, I did not really relate uh how a Christian couple would Uh, function uh, and and, and serve one another. So straight when I came to ABU, I immediately witnessed that the uh, faculty were intentional to love one another and to demonstrate the love of Christ even to the others. That was a starting point for me. In addition, ABU equipped me with knowledge and skills, how to handle the word. The courses on business ethics were very instrumental to shape the worldview, what I am supposed to do uh, when I'm interacting with uh, money and how to treat people with dignity uh, and and help with the resources that the Lord has given us. So my journey at ABU was really preparing me for the community I'm in right now because I I even had opportunity to audit education classes. I had one of our Classmates encouraging me that I should do education instead. But here I am with uh, Christian Community Leadership with Business. We're running a school. That's because we were able to uh, acquire a broad spectrum of skills and knowledge from ABU.
0: Well, that's fantastic. I love hearing that, of course. And uh, thank you so much uh, for all the kind things you're saying. I I, uh, should say, as you were talking about family,
1: uh, you're also married and have some children. Yes, i married to Rita, and we have a uh, daughter, Gabriela Nachuala-Bongole. She's five years, and our son, Timothy Chimboa-Bongole, who is two years. And mm-hmm. the Lord has blessed us with the children whom we foster. Mm-hmm. We do a ministry among orphan children where we promote foster care and adoption. We believe that children do not belong to orphanages. So uh, through a fellowship with the Christian Alliance for Orphans, we have been uh, mentored by different Christian leaders to to foster children. Uh, We've had three so far out of our home.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for those who may not know a lot about Uganda, who may be listening, um, parentless children or children who don't know their parents is a very large problem here, as it is Mm -hmm. a lot of places in the world. And uh, it's beautiful to hear a ministry where you're not just trying to be a good father to your own children, but you're interested in making sure that other people have good fathers and mothers as well that's uh that's that's a beautiful thing uh
1: what kind of future plans do you have uh interesting uh, this year 2021 the lord has laid on us a burden to uh kind of craft what the next 10 years will be as a stepping stone for the years ahead and as a family we want to uh Recommit again to minister to children uh, through foster care and promoting that among other families. You know, we are a network of families that believe that children can can only be raised well in families. So we want to uh, continue with that, uh, God willing. We also are committed as a ministry to grow our school. In the next 10 years, we want to have our first graduates. You know, you, we, we receive children from as early as four years up to some of those that are very older, 16, but we're supposed to have four to 14 years. We want to follow up with the children that we started with. We want to see them graduate. We want to see them be a part of God's work, uh, serving. So there's quite a lot that... Um, God has has given us one of the things we wanted to ensure is water security in our community. Those are some of the strategic goals and God has enabled us to have a well. And we've also put up reservoirs for so far 50,000 litres. We want to expand on that to harvest water on every roof in our village such that families do not uh, drink dirty water. Uh, We also look at food security. We are a farming couple and our school also has a farming model. So we take our children to the farm. We do piggery, we do poultry, we do cattle. We want to expand on those things such that the more we engage the children and uh, skill them, the more the the, the the opportunities we have to disciple them because we are with them and sharing the love of Jesus with them. And the better equipped they will be for the future as children. Uh, Hope Chapel as a church in the next 10 years will, uh, God willing, have discipled more people. Many people are coming into our village. It's, uh, I want, I I like to call it as a hill of transformation because many people have been coming. This is a hill that previously had witchcraft, people that considered it a no-go-zone area because they would kill people and throw them there. But now it's a hill of hope and refuge. So we want to, to continue to be an effective uh, discipler of the children, the youth, and the families that come there with a whole range of other programs, including a family strengthening program where we do a savings group. Every month, our parents, over 70 parents meet twice a month. And this year, they have saved up to $2,000. And these are small savings that they are making and they are borrowing we want to grow that saving culture because we know that it is a commitment to mm-hmm. disciple and nurture their children. When a parent foregoes spending money, that parent has shown commitment that they will spend that money in the later future for the children. So we we are committed to a set of broad goals that we believe God for the resources, for the guidance, for the wisdom, such that we are really seeing transformation in our community in the next 10 years.
0: I'd love to hear about that savings program. Uh, Some of our listeners may not know that it's actually very difficult to save money in Uganda. Uh, You might think, okay, well, a person could just take the money to the bank. But actually, banks are very expensive. They charge you for opening an account. They charge you for keeping your money there. When your money is there, uh, they charge you for it being there. And then if you try to use the money, they charge you for that too. Uh, so savings accounts are very difficult here compared to what some of our listeners are used to. You can't, it's not just any person who rolls up. You have to have a lot of money actually to have a banking account. It's mm-hmm. uh, very strange, I think, for some of our listeners. But uh, that's, that's the reality here. And, and so you're encouraging people and giving them a method by which they could save money Without
1: it costing them money to have their money there, and that's beautiful. And uh, the way I see it better is, Jesus having the loaves and the fish from the young man. I believe this was the lunch on lunch packed for this young boy, and it is shared among the five thousand plus people, and all of them receive. Uh, we believe that this system will multiply whatever wealth, the little wealth that they have in the community. Because once that money is saved, the other parents access it on credit on a small interest where none of their properties is going cons- being confiscated. The security, the guarantee is the membership. So it's building a covenantal community where parents are looking out for each other even when they are sharing of their treasure. So the time they come together, they don't only save. We talk about positive parenting. Uh, we encourage them to protect their children. There's been a lot of abuse among children, especially during this uh, COVID situation. So they are intentional to talk about issues, raising their girl children, raising boys, raising children. When you're a single mother, majority of them are single mothers, not by choice. Some of them have been abandoned by their uh, husbands or the fathers of their children. And most of them do not have a covenant or marriage. It's a cohabitation, uh, relationship where there's not a full time commitment. So, we want to address these issues in, in, in a broad way, but then uh, not to judge them. So, when they come to do something they love to save and, and borrow and open up small businesses and buy seeds and herbicides, they also talk about life issues and are able to build that covenantal community that we pray God will uh, bring us to realize in that community.
0: That's beautiful. You know, you've mentioned uh, saving the $2,000 in the time of doing it just to give our listeners some idea of of, uh, how successful that really means. Mm -hmm. Um, I read a recent report looking at graduates and uh, a certified public accountant in Uganda makes about $7,000 a year. Mm -hmm. And so if you have these people in this situation, we're talking about $2,000. That's a very big chunk of money for someone Mm -hmm. in those
1: situations so that's uh, that that is in total of what they have saved the 70 families all joining their small efforts together that is what so far they have saved. and and that's a big Mm -hmm. thing for those families that's a big thing for those
0: families so you're, you're to be commended if someone wanted to reach out to you personally uh how could they contact you if we had a listener who was interested
1: Uh, We are very glad to hear from you feedback through the African Bible University, through the Vice-Chancellor, if you want to reach us out too. Um, There are also online platforms like email, uh, which will be shared on the link, uh, bonglepatrick at gmail.com. We are also on social media. This is an era where social media happens to have uh, a lot of influence. So we're on Facebook, we have Chisma Junior School, and we have Hope Chapel Mbazi. So, But anyway, you reach out to African Bible University, you have reached us. Mm. God bless you. Thank you, Patrick. And uh,
0: just one last thing. You've mentioned some things I think people could pray for. Are there other things that you might want people specifically to pray for, for you, for your family, for your ministry, uh, anything they might pray for?
1: Uh, for the family, I would uh, uh, like to seek prayer for our marriage. Uh, we are two people who did not have a model of what a functioning Christian marriage would be. Uh, my wife lost her dad, who was also a polygamist. She, uh, God praise, be praised, she has her mother still living. So we've not had that model. We are learning how to love one another the way Christ uh loved us. So pray for us and also the area of loving and nurturing people, children who are not your own. Uh, We've had some heartbreaks in the past of children who when they've grown up they tend to reject you because they know you're not their biological parents and we want to just love them by the grace of God. So pray with us for that ministry because I know it goes a long way in, 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 in really grounding someone in the love of Christ, because it models what God did for us. We were not part of his family and were grafted in. And that really uh, to us is a a ministry that can go a long way in um, planting seeds of faith for the next generations. Of course, pray for the school. The needs uh, are many, but the Lord is providing. Pray that the Lord continues to provide us with the human resources, people who are committed to the vision and uh, pray that the Lord give grants us favor with the authorities because every now and then you go to the authorities to seek permissions to drill wells to do certain developments and that we can only do when there's peace uh, when there's uh, good governance so continue to pray for the leaders in the area and continue to pray that the Lord grants us favor and wisdom
0: well, thank you so much for that, Patrick. I feel certain that we have people who will be praying for you, praying for your wife, your kids, and your ministry, and hopefully also praying for, uh, for ABU as well. Uh, it's just It's been a pleasure talking with you. It really has and getting to know you better. Uh, and uh, I hope this relationship continues between ABU and between me and yourself as well. listening to the Vice Chancellor's Hour, a ministry of Radio ABC on the campus of African Bible University. We hope this has been beneficial to your Christian walk and understanding. If it has, you can support the ministry of Radio ABC by going to AfricanBibleColleges.com and clicking on the donate button. Don't forget to let them know in the comments that it's going to the Uganda station. If you have questions about anything in this or previous episodes, please write us at radioabc993fm at gmail.com. That's radioabc993fm at gmail.com. And we'll answer your question on a questions and answer episode. Until next time, may the peace of God and the fellowship of God's people encourage your hearts.